Well, let's welcome back Coach Taylor. Coach, do you have team updates for us? Um, well, it's good to be back. Uh, I think first and foremost, before I even jump into that, man, just, you know, Rob, man, we should make, take some time for the people down in Florida, man. That's a lot going on, a lot more important things than football games. They got people displaced and that hurricane really messed up a lot. So just, you know, thoughts and prayers for them people. But, um, you know, team-wise, you know, tough loss. Um, obviously, guys are upset. Um, you know, just, but, you know, we talk about it. We were just talking a little bit ago, but, you know, it comes down to, you know, in the normal game, it comes down usually to four to six plays. Well, you look at that one, man, for whatever reason, that was about eight to ten plays in that game that if something different happens, man, it, you know, the game is game goes differently. So we got to bounce back. Um, there's no rest for the Reary, man. We got to go up to face a really, really good Bethel team. So we got to get these guys ready to go. So Before we kind of continue on in the show here, some people did ask me to ask you about your parents live in Florida, so they're okay and no worries for them then. Oh, man, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, yeah, everybody's okay, on, and everybody is on the Atlantic side for me. Um, so the checking, so I appreciate them asking us. That's super kind. The checking, and I had a couple of former players that were in the Tampa area and a couple of former teammates actually in the Tampa, Orlando, Sherry. Those guys um, are good. So, yeah, I, I, we, I, I appreciate the uh, concern. So, yeah. Well, let's talk about very exciting game over the weekend. I know it didn't come out the way you wanted to, but what your overall thoughts on how the team performed? Um, you know, not to sugarcoat anything, um, I thought offensively, and I told this to the team offensively, you know, if you score 28 points in my mind, you know, you should, that's good enough to win. You know, 35 is even better. If you score 42, you know, we got to get that done. You know, so we didn't. Uh, I thought offensively performed well. Um, for the most part, but again, you got three plays offensively. You know, quarterback fumbles the ball late can't happen. You know, we drop a fourth and eleven, that can't happen. Um, and we don't, you know, we don't um, get a first down late in the game. You need two yards to get a first down to close it, and it doesn't happen. So outside of those three plays, um, I thought they they performed and 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 represented themselves well in that stadium up there. Um, defensively, just couldn't get out the field on third down. Um, a couple fourth downs, you know, this kid scores a touchdown. And, and you got and let me first and foremost, I should have say this. Got to give credit to Saints Go. Got to give credit to Saints Go. I mean, that's that's a that's a club that um, has gotten better. I uh, had a quarterback threw the ball over 50 times, and you know, he had a receiver that was pretty good, a little number four. So, you know, got to give them credit. But defensively, we just you know we came up short at, uh, in, in critical times, man, where we got to make plays. And so, we're not going to blame the refs or anything. We got to take responsibility, and we got to continue to keep coaching them and get them in the right positions. And help them make plays, and we've got to coach them up to make the play, too, as well, not just put them in position. So we got to take it a step further and help them make the play. So learning opportunity, um, it's a tough one, but such is life. So we got to move on. Nobody's going to feel sorry for us. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, gotta, got to play. got to play. I mean, we gotta, we're in a MIAC, and that's what, this, that's what this league's about. Alejandro has another huge game for you, 309 yards passing, three touchdowns. As you look at his performance from week one to today, how are you evaluating him at this point? Uh, he's he's, he's uh, representing himself well. Um, again, at that position, everything always gets highlighted so much because he's touching the ball all the time. I just, if he didn't have that late fumble, I think he would have had a really, really clean, um, outstanding game. But I can't take away the performance you know, because we wouldn't even be in that situation if it wasn't for him. Um, so I'm, I'm pleased, man. He's doing good. He's he's, he's trying to lead the team, um, and you know he's he's a sophomore. You know he's going to take his lumps, and you know he'll he'll learn from that. You know it matters to him. He'll learn from that mistake, and um, you know we'll we'll move on. So yeah, very pleased with with how he's per, uh, performed. Now you talked about kind of uh, the team, the defense struggled a little bit to get off the field on third down. 
what are areas that you look at that and, and want to, you know, kind of focus on to get this defense a little bit stronger in some of those areas? Yeah, yeah, sure, man. When Good question. Just, you know, a couple of times our defensive backs got in positions where they didn't turn their heads um, when the ball's in the air, so they got called for DPI, defensive pass interference. Um, you know, we've got to continue, continue to keep harping on our tackling. We missed a couple of tackles. Um, and, you know, just being able to – as far as getting lined up, we were good. We understood the game plan. It just was a couple critical plays, and we get picked on a play on for a touchdown down the sideline, back, running back out the backfield like you can't get picked. Um, it's a fourth and six. You know, defensive line gets cut. The, the running back, the quarterback runs in untouched. Like just plays like that, we just you, know, you just can't have, man. So we just got to continue to keep coaching them up on you know just the fundamentals of the game and and then put them in position to make plays when they can make them. So players of the game, you want to mention? Um, um, on offense, I definitely. I mean, between Alejandro and Charlie Wilson, I mean, those guys had they they had big time games. Um, and then um, defensively, you know, it was you know the work was the workload was spread out, so we really didn't have uh, a guy defensively. Man, it just you know just with the performance we had, giving up forty three, we didn't feel like there was a, a defensive player to game. So, well, this week it doesn't get any easier. You you travel up the road to take on Bethel three and one right now. Your thoughts on taking on this Royals team? Yeah, um, it, it, all, it starts again. With, I got a ton of respect for Coach Johnson. Um, he's been in the league, gosh, since the since the eighties. Um, he's he's really good at what he does. Um, he's built a great program. I mean, I've been here since twenty thirteen, and I've always seen I've not seen a, a bad Bethel team. So um, we got our work uh, cut out for us, coaches. Obviously, today's a work day. Trying to break these guys down, see if we can find the weakness. <laughs> I haven't seen many yet. Um, they're big, strong, physical. Um, the receivers are young um, and are playing well. Quarterback, gosh, seem like. Rostin's been there for seven years, uh, transfer out of Minnesota. Uh, he, he, everything runs through him. Um, so, you know, it's going to be – it's always an interesting um, cat and game mouse. Of, is he, how much is he going to run? How much is he going to throw? So, you know, we got to figure that out. And the backup quarterback's good, too. He played in, um, in all – he played in every game, so the backup is good. And then their running backs are, are always – they've always had solid running backs. Number 47 does a good job. Uh, I think it's Bryce Knuckle. And he's a downhill back. Three touchdowns, I believe, and – Plays the game really well, and defensively, I mean, they're just they're all, they're very accurate, active. Their defensive coordinator, Coach Mack, is good. I mean, I, I want to say he GA'd at University of Minnesota. Then I remember meeting him when he was at Concordia St. Paul's of DC. And then when he got up to Bethel, I said, "Man, that's a good get for Bethel. I mean, he's really good. Guys are coached up well. Um, they're very active up front. They're big and strong, um, and they know their scheme. So, you know, we'll have our hands cut out. You know, um, we'll have our hands you know, full with this group. But it's a, it'll be a great challenge, man. I, we're gonna our job is to get our guys ready to go, get them juiced up. Get them, get them to the venue ready to roll. That's what we'll do. So, now, You were talking about Jaron Rossi, for example. He, he has not run a lot this year. Do you anticipate that not being the case in this game, or you got to plan for both? you got to plan for both because we've seen him so many, we've seen him so many times. Um, we've, we've been hurt by him running the ball, but he, you know, he did hurt himself, so maybe um, that's not a big part of his game this year. Again, we're still studying, studying the film, but, yeah, he, he, he ran a lot more in the last couple of years, but – you know, he's got a banged-up left elbow, um, so maybe he's been advised or maybe he's just a s- smart enough to know, hey, I, I don't want to run as much. So so we'll see. But, I mean, he can he can beat you with his arm, too. So. St. John's and Gustavus Adolphus both had success moving the ball against Bethel. Do you feel like, you know, the way that you did um, Alejandro and Charlie Wilson, uh, Nico and guys like that are playing, that you really should have an opportunity to move the ball in this game? 
Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see how they, you know, I'm, I was up late last night just thinking, like, how, what are they going to do to Charlie Wilson? Are they going to try and double him? Are they going to say, hey, we're good enough to just play him single-handedly? So it'll be interesting. We gotta, we're going to have to find it out super quick on Saturday how they're going to handle um, number five, um, who is obviously Charlie Wilson. And then, you know, we're going to have to be able to control the game by running the ball, which is going to be tough to do against uh, always a stout seven-man seven, seven man front that they have. So we'll see. Um, but, again, like I said, our, our offensive coaches are putting put, a, put together a great um, um, plan for St. Skull, and they're going to put together a good plan for Bethel. And, and then we gotta we got to find a way to slow these guys down defensively. So. Well, let's jump into fan questions, and we'll start with Ray, who would like to know, how do you talk to or address a player who had a couple of uh, turnovers on special teams to ensure that their confidence remains high? Yeah, that's a very, very, very good question. Um, you know, we've had two weeks in a row, punt returners, uh, ball is, we haven't secured the football, and, you know, we had to make a change. You know, you got to be honest with them. Um, you know, just, and it's, right, we talk about this job of uh, developing young people, about getting them ready. Well, you don't perform your job in the real world, man, you, you know, <laughs> it's not going to, you're not going to be working at that place long. So, you know, we had to make a change. Um, and he understood. You, know, you got opportunities, a couple opportunities to go out there and, and secure the ball force, and that doesn't happen. So again, I, my job is to make sure you know we, we we're doing what's best for the program. So we got to secure punts. So, but you know you don't you know. And again, my coaching style, I'm never going to tear a kid down. You know, I didn't 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 um, undress him or anything on the field. Just said that you know, we can't have that. He understood. You know, so just you know, just communication, clear communication, and the why, and, and then we had to make a change. So, Brad says. It looks like you've been using a number of running backs over the last few weeks, not focusing on one. Do you feel like you're turning more to a running back by committee idea? Um, yeah, a little bit of both. You know, um, our number zero, Nico's gotten banged up a little bit. Um, you know, number four, Terrell's a serviceable back. Number 35, Malik Freshman is a serviceable back. Service, serviceable back. You know, I think I talked about this last year. We were running with three running backs last year, I mean, like, in this league, you, can, I mean, you better have four, you know. So I wish I had another guy I could throw back there because I mean, you're going to get banged up, man. You're getting ready to get hit the gauntlet of this of this, of this this um, schedule for us, too. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's good to have uh, different different hands and different options and, and just be able to distribute the workload, especially when running the football. So. Uh, next up is Jill, who says, you talked about over the first weeks of the season about how Charlie Wilson should have been recognized as the top uh, top tight end in the MIAC. Because of the different ways that you're using him, comma, including as a running back, do you feel that might hurt his status and not win him the award? <laughs> well, we're trying to, yeah, well, and so here's the best thing about that question and, and who you're talking about is that kid is so selfless. He just wants to win games. So if we got to put him in at running back, to try to win, he's 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 all the way good with it. Um, line him up as tight end, line him up as a receiver, and he's all the way good. So he he wants to win. The priority is winning games, and whatever comes with that comes with it at the end. So yeah, I'm not I'm surprised he's not volunteering to bring out equipment and set up the field and before the game or something. So <laughs> that kind of guy. <laughs> he is. Uh, next up. Next up, we have Tom. He says, Coach, why is it that teams always seem to defer and not just choose to kick or receive the ball? Um, you know, sometimes, you know, you want to get your defense out on the field. Uh, sometimes you want to have the ball in the second half, which is what we did. Um, it, was, it was good for us for a while. Um, um, it just depends on, you know, the, the style of play you want to play. You know, sometimes, you know, you want to take the ball right away to try to steal a possession. You know, so it's just uh, more you defer and you get your defense out there and get a stop. And, you know, now you get it, you know, you uh, cut down the possessions of the game for, that, for their offense. So it just kind of depends on, you know, your style of play so, and your thought process. 
a very happy Andre rejoins us to say, "Four no, coach. What do you think of our team?" Hey, I wish I could watch them play. Um, I haven't seen them, um, but it's, you know, just kind of seeing, you know, hearing the highlights and listening to Coach Sirianni. I mean, got them rolling. You know, got them rolling. Um, I'm not sure who we got this week, but you know, hopefully they can get ready to roll and get a win. Um, but one week at a time. I heard Coach talk about uh, it's a 17 because it's 17 games now, but a 17. What do you say? He says it's a 17 round boxing match, you know, so they're just, each week oh. is, a, is a round for those guys, man. So they're, they're, they're five, well, four and oh, so they're going to try and be one and oh this week, just like we talk about being one and oh each week, so. He'd also like to know, how do you feel that Doug Peterson will fare in Jacksonville? I think it'll be really good. Doug Peterson's a good ball coach, man, uh, really good ball coach, so he's got to take some time to implement a system, which he's already done it. He's got a quarterback. He's got good coaches around him. He's, he's going to do good. I think he's going to do good. Next up, we have uh, Luis, who would like to know, how are you feeling about those Minnesota Vikings, Coach? Um, again, you know, I, being here, and whenever they're not playing the Eagles, always a fan of them. Um, I think they went over to London and got a win, so that's good. Um, but, again, haven't been able to watch. You know, we, we're working on Sundays, so haven't been able to watch them. Uh, so, but hopefully they keep winning because it's good for the city, man, to have a, a winning uh, – it's good for the city to have a winning professional team. Next up, we have – Andrea, who would like to know, what is your favorite Halloween costume you ever wore? <laughs> it is um, that time of the year, Coach. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, um, I think I was Hulk Hogan one year. I think, I think in the second grade I was Hulk Hogan. That was pretty cool. I remember being fired up about a Hulk Hogan uh, um, a costume that my mom bought me. So. so now we know where the mustache look came from. All right, right on. <laughs> <laughs> and what are Coach Taylor's words of wisdom for this week? Yep, uh, let's see, words of wisdom. I guess coming off of this tough one, you know, like I told those guys, in you know, one game, um, and in the context, how I use it this weekend, one game doesn't define you, and I would say words of wisdom, one moment doesn't define you, man. You know, we have to, we have to learn from it. Um, we can't, you know, we can't wallow in it. We got we to gotta figure out how to, how to be better from it. And then uh, just like, again, right, one game or one moment, you know, you got to learn from those um, um, opportunities that you get in life. So I would just say one game slash moment doesn't define you. You can always come back from it. So, fantastic, Coach Taylor. Thanks for joining us this week. All right, thanks for listening, Rob. But we appreciate you. Well, I am honored to welcome Alex Villanueva with me. Alex, uh, tough loss this past weekend. Kind of your thoughts on this game? Um, you know, we started off the game uh, kind of just figured we had, it would be a shootout uh, going into halftime, and you know. We just had to put up points as an offense. I think everybody played well around defense, too. They put us in good positions to be up by multiple scores. Now, you had a very good game, and, and kind of you, you've taken over this role. It's, it's kind of amazing to look at it in the fact just five games as a starter into your uh, college career here. How are you finding your personal progress from week one up to now? I'm really just, just trying to progress, like just knowing the offense and getting more comfortable we're playing college football. I feel like it's just really nerve-wracking just going into it as a freshman, which I was last year in some games, but now I'm just getting accustomed to it. I just keep going week by week. Comparing yourself to, to Crown, uh, you know, you had good numbers against them, um, but it looks like you're getting very comfortable with your receiving core. How, how do you build that relationship with them to where you know where they're going to be and, and they can feel confident that you're going to deliver passes to them? 
Yeah, well, this really started since last year, right after the season. Um, me and those guys are back on the field as soon as we can in the gym during the winter. I came back early for summer. We were on the field Monday through Friday. Even on the weekends, we just try to get time in. If I could do that like with all the guys together, great. But even if like sometimes didn't work during the summer, I always make time for guys individually. Is it easy to build relationships with your receivers? Definitely. The ones that we had this year, they're amazing. They're all older guys, but they take me in as I was just like one of them. Now, quite a good group of running backs behind you there as well. Charlie Wilson doing a number of things for you. Uh, how do you feel about this offense overall at this point? Oh, I love this offense. I've been trying to learn it inside and out since the summer, and I feel like I'm on my way to knowing it just as good as my offensive coordinator does. Now, I think the big question people have is, is you know, four games into your college career and already ten touchdown passes, only one interception. I mean, what, what, what's the, what becomes the ceiling for you out there? I mean, I honestly don't try to focus too much on that. Really, I just want – Hamlet hasn't had a winning record in a really long time, and we keep getting preached this uh, all year since I've been here, really, and that's really my only goal. Well, let's talk about that part because it has been back since Bill Clinton was president. That was like 30 years ago. And, and <laughs> yeah. um, so is that kind of something that not only is driving the team but driving you personally? Yeah, honestly, this has been my number one goal since I first got here. I want to help change things around here, change the culture of winning, and that's really what I'm here for. Is it hard as a, a guy that's only been around there for this is your second year with Hamlin to take over such a, a huge responsibility as a starting quarterback for this team? Not really. I feel like uh, the pressure could like get to some people, but I feel like for me it's like once I get on the field, I'm just really zoned out and I block out everything that's happened. I was kind of the same position in high school where I didn't start until, like, the second game of my junior year because of an injury. Now, one of the things I, Coach Taylor talks to me a lot about is protecting the ball. J just one interception this season. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the mindset of when you're approaching games of ensuring that you're not making those kind of mistakes. Um, you know, I feel like there's always someone open on the field no matter what, and I feel like it's just a matter of me finding that. And also, like, just knowing when it's time to get out of the pocket or when it's time to throw the ball away. I think that's really been my biggest growth instead of, like, trying to force things when they're not and just making a play with my legs or just moving on to the next play by throwing the ball to bounds. Huge battle this week against Bethel. Already beat St. John's this season. What, what do you look for in this game? I'm looking for what the defense gives me. I'm taking, it, I'm taking whatever they give me. Uh, getting first downs is going to be a key crucial point in this game and moving the football. Now, it's interesting because Coach Taylor and I were talking about, you know, they, they gave up 27 to Gustavus Adolphus, gave up 24 to St. John's. This looks like a, a defense, very good defense, but looks like one that you can, you know, build some yards on and get some momentum going against. Yeah, definitely. We haven't taken a full scouting report yet, and that will be tomorrow once we get it all together as a team. But from what I've seen just past weekend, just watching film on my own, there's definitely big opportunities there. There's a lot of man coverage that we can exploit. Now, reaching for that goal of, of getting over 500 this season, Bethel, then Gustavus Adolphus, Augsburg, McAllister, Concordia, and then the Mayak Championship Week, are, are you feeling confident about that over the 500 mark this year? 
yeah, I mean, I feel like we can still do it. We took a tough loss this past weekend, but that doesn't mean that we can't finish on the right track. When you're entering a season, are you setting personal goals of what you're looking to try to achieve? Um, this season, well, my team goal was to be over 500 and still is, which I know that we can get to. The only really personal goal that I have was uh, under four interceptions on the year. Well, you're right on mark for that right now, for sure. So, so Alex, tell us a little bit. Why, why was Hamlin your choice? Uh, when I got here, well, before I even got here, they were just calling me nonstop. And it was, honestly, I picked up the phone every time because they showed the most interest out of any other school that was recruiting me back home or, like, any other, other state. I came here on a visit. Everybody was, like, so warm welcoming. I met some guys here, and they just, uh, like, Caleb, Caleb Leaders, I know he's been on the show before. He really took me, like, open arms, showed me around the campus and everything. I just fell in love with this whole place in general. What is your major at Hamlin? It's going to be business management and accounting. What would you like to do with that one day? Hopefully own my own business. You know, everybody always preaches uh, working for yourself is better than working for other people, so that's definitely my number one goal. I can agree with that completely. Well, uh, we we usually end the show with Coach Taylor by him telling me why it's great to be a Hamlin Piper. So you tell me, why is it great to be a Piper? It's great, it's great to be a Piper this week because team this team doesn't give up at all. We know we have a goal by the end of the season to win the rest of the games, and that's what we're going to do. Alex, thanks for joining me this week. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you.